Hey, mates, not long now until the Little Dum Dum Club third birthday live show spectacular. Carl, when is it on? Uh, it is on November the 24th. 24th. <laughs> 5 p.m. Sunday, November the 24th, upstairs at Five Burrows. Uh, let's see if you know the address. 68 Hardware Lane in yes, the city. Yes, in the Melbourne CBD. Yep. Uh, tickets are online now, tinyurl.com slash birthday and through our Facebook and through our Twitter. Uh, it is going to be great. We've got special guests. We've got... Uh, some live rad dad. We've got all sorts of dickheadery. Come down. It'd be great to see you. Be great to see some friends of the show and meet you guys afterwards. And also, if you are not a Melbourneian, if you are an Adelaidean, what I've can got they get into? i got something for you guys from Adelaide. Um, I'm doing a one-off solo show. It's on December the 3rd. It's on a Tuesday night. It's at the Crown and Anchor Hotel. I'm doing a solo show. It is Carl Channel has literally 1.5 million jokes. It's on uh, – you can find tickets – uh, links on on what Facebook and Twitter on all my sort of stuff and on the Dum Dum stuff. If you search hard enough, you will find the info. But that's the location, and the time. Um, love to shows are too easy to go to these days. I find yeah. I, I don't like being <laughs> given the link. I like to have to sniff it out myself. That's it. So I'm going to come over one show. So it'd be awesome. I know we've got heaps of Adelaide Dum Dumbers over there. So if you can come out and represent and give us a reason to come over and do a live one, maybe yeah, so, do it. Cool, cool. Two things to check out, guys. We'll see you there. See you, mates. Hey mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Thank you very much for joining us. Sitting next to me is the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Hey, I've got a sweet story for you about me being in a chemist recently. Oh, well, this hey? could go anywhere. This could go anywhere. Yeah. I'm dying. Um, <laughs> I was in the chemist and in front of me at the prescription line, there was this uh, elderly Greek gentleman mm. who was inclined... Is, is this important to the story? Yes. Okay, all right, yes. go on. Oh, there's going to be a bit of voice work. Oh, yes. Is that all right? Yes. I don't know if that's all right. I feel like after last week's episode, the kind of – the gates are open now. All right. For sort of taking well, on minorities are, and – You are a minority, Dasilo. Yeah, that yeah is an, exactly. That is an ethnic well, it's my grandpa that I was standing behind at the right. chemist. Grandpa Dasilo. Grandpa Dasilo, yep. yeah. So anyway, this old man and he was uh, inquiring about some medication for his wife, but – because it wasn't his ailment, he was being very loud about it. Right. So, like, he's there and he goes, I'll attempt to do the voice. He goes, my wife, she has the, um, she's got the blood in her stool. She <laughs> needs something for the blood that's in her stool. And the pharmacist is, like, kind of awkward about it and goes, oh, so um, sounds to me like uh, she's probably got uh, hemorrhoids. So, you might need, like, something for hemorrhoids. And he goes, what? No. No hemorrhoid. Like the idea of her having hemorrhoids was like so offensive to him. And then he basically just ended up having a fight with the pharmacist about what was wrong with his wife. I like that he's so offended by hemorrhoid, but he's like, there is blood in her shit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, not hemorrhoids, just blood out the asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Just something for that. Like, yeah. let's not, let's not make this. Obscene. Let's not give a name to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I did. It was it was an enjoyable. It's just like that, that scene in The Shining, <laughs> but instead of a corridor, it's my wife's asshole. That's that's the only thing that's happening there. <laughs> I think that's a full stop on that story. <laughs> There's no point adding anything else. Uh, let's introduce our guests for this week. Uh, continuing on in our form recently of these little, I guess, cr- crossovers. Marvel team up, team ups, team ups. Remember that Marvel team ups where they would have like Spider Man teaming up with the Hulk. I think yeah. that's what this is. Yes. Which one's which? We're Spider-Man. Okay, cool. Because yeah, I like Spider-Man better. From the Sweetest Plum podcast, please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club, Declan Fay and Nick Maxwell. Hulk smash. Yeah. Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone more Terminator versus Predator. Oh, oh really? Oh, one. That yeah. was in a Marvel we team. We're the Terminator. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh we're the hunted in You're this. The, no, this isn't the pre- No, we're the hunt. Predator hunts. So, well, terminated Terminates <laughs> Is this a stoner conversation? <laughs> Predator Predator The people who listen to both our podcasts Would have seen this title in the thing And gone Oh fucking I bet I know what this is going to be like yeah. And now they've gotten a minute in And gone yeah. Oh not what I expected at all Yeah yeah Did this? Did they record this episode Before they started podcasting? Or? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hunter yeah. Hunter hunts Yeah It's like Batman bats Yeah yeah um, We're recording this in the back room of Minotaur Comics, by the way. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> I was such a – I used to go to Minotaur Comics. So I did I. I was the old school one that was on Burke Road. Yes. It was oh. like three levels. Yep. And I always – that comic book store guy sort of from the yeah, Simpsons, yeah, yeah. 
is like a sort of like what would you call it? Like a light version of what those guys. Are. Yeah. They oh, were they're so the worst. Surly. You'd buy a comic, and it was like you were doing them a disservice yeah, by yeah. purchasing. Like they were so such angry guys. That's what I used to do. You because you brought up on on Facebook yesterday, uh, Maya, uh, and that when I lived in Maribor when I was a kid, I would come to Melbourne for the day, mm. and I'd almost sort of plan out my day mm. to hit all the hot spots of Melbourne. <laughs> and one of them was Minotaur yeah. Bookshop with all the comic books and yeah, stuff, yeah. and one of them was. The Maya Food Court. So, were you deliberately doing all things that began with M's? Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to the Melbourne Aquarium, the Melbourne Town Hall, the Me- just yeah. anything with Melbourne at the oh, start. Oh, yeah, so you yeah. were fine. Yeah. What, the Maya, is there still a Maya Food Court? Yeah. Oh, I there? think there is. It was a food hall. Ho- I remember there was a Maya food, food. It was food, glorious food. Is that, is that underneath? Or? Yeah, I don't know that it's still there because they've done some um, yeah. fabulous refurbishment. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, do, I do not have any money in it, by the way. You'd, you'd, Fabulous. You'd be going straight to the the basement, the my basement, wouldn't you, to get all your young people clothes there these days? There is the days. basement, isn't it? Yeah. The basement's also got the sports section. I'd probably go down there for the sports. Did you say you came up and planned Melbourne yeah. because you were, you're from the from country? The, from the sticks. Uh, yeah. The sticks or the country? That's the same, it's isn't it? the same it? thing, is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hang on. I what do you think the I, difference is between the two yeah. of them? I thought the sticks... Was uh, like a d- a deep suburbs. Oh, right. Well, so did I actually. I've got like packing them as a sticks. Okay, and maybe that's true then. I don't like know. The, the country. country I had is like uh, the the haze. Well, where, <laughs> where, where, where is bumfuck nowhere? Yeah, that's like the f- that's further on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I reckon bumfuck nowhere is between the country and a suburb. That's yeah. the sweet spot in between yeah, there. Yeah, I reckon. Can I just say it sounds like there's someone's breaking into your house? Oh, really? Doing this. Is that, have I got that wrong, Dick? Do you keep hearing a noise? I've heard a door. Smashing a someone possibly walked in. Is, is someone just walking in? This yeah. oh, that could just be the front door That's opening. just our third guest <laughs> <laughs> coming in. Is it, the, is it the guy from The Chemist um, yeah, that's coming yeah, in here? Yeah, to steal yeah. some of my sweet medication it's so he doesn't have to go back in. It's the CEO of, of Maya coming in to give us all sweet cash. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I just had to bring it up because I had this image of us finishing the podcast and your front room being cleaned <laughs> out <laughs> while four morons had that <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, good 26% of home break-ins occur whilst a podcast is being recorded. <laughs> That's how many people are doing podcasts now, actually. Yeah. 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 Um, now, I'll bring this up, uh, a bit of uh, housekeeping from previous episodes. Uh, I don't know, uh, maybe you guys can relate to this, um, because you've got a very successful podcast, obviously. Um uh, now you got a lot of listeners. You get a lot of feedback from them. Mm. You it's no Maya Food Court, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what with the Maya Food Court yeah. podcast. Yeah, i.e., people don't know if we're still operating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and people people like the idea yeah. of us, but we can end up giving yeah. them legionnaires. Kids, kids do still come up from the country and make sure that you're part of their day. Yeah, yeah. kids come up from the country and make sure they're inside us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On make urban, sure they visit us. A lot of people, a lot of kids on urban camp come to see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Do you know that? Because you're from Melbourne, do you know that? concept of urban camp that's what we would do it was called urban camp i do i know a friend of mine's a teacher and was saying they'll get year nines and they get like a week in melbourne yeah and there's like a checklist of things they have to check yeah. off and like i've been to the flinders street station and i've yeah. been to my food court and i've been to minotaur <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't know how often minotaur a makes sweet it excursion on the, yeah on the checklist we um we used to go every year and uh, it ended like because you, you think there's obviously a purpose for this to you know uh uh teach the country kids about the big city and yeah, you know yeah. whatever it is and then we just stopped and we were like how come we don't go to urban camp anymore and they go oh uh, Firebug burnt that place down so you don't get to learn about the city anymore so <laughs> it was like oh the Firebug. one place that the country kids were allowed to go to hang on so a firebug burnt yeah. in that specific building yes could they have just gone to a different you would have thought so yeah yeah no, but that's it no that was it I lo- always love the term firebug because I always <laughs> imagine a bug yeah. as opposed to a man who yeah. likes starting fires. It's it's, it's wrong. Yeah. yeah, it's too cute. Around. It's too yeah. cute for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A sicko who deliberately starts is that is that true? Every time every time there's a bushfire, I always go like, did someone like start that? And they always go, yeah, sort of. Um, like we yeah, can't yeah. really talk about it. And it's yeah. like, well, can we not talk about it because people just couldn't deal with the fact that. Every bushfire ever is lit by someone. Like, it's never the sun just getting on an old dead gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always some nut yeah, yeah. who just goes, I want to see the world burn. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it also because they say it's, you know, it's, it's a sexual thing for these guys as well. Like, I always just think of the image of right. just everything going crazy, like, you know, 
the movie Backdraft and in the middle instead of, you know, um, Kurt Russell sort of jumping through, it's just this 15-year-old kid just pulling his dick in the <laughs> middle of it, just going, yes, I've done it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, That's what I Carl got, thinks about, by the way. I got jumbled. I thought that you were saying he starts the fire by, by a vigorous. Oh, so right. That's how he causes enough friction <laughs> yeah. to then create the heat that creates yeah, yeah. the fire. That's how Roadrunner did it in the cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the snake eating itself because then that fire that you've started turns you on, so you want to start working your dick again. So it's just this like kind of infinite loop. Yeah. Yeah, you can't learn, can't learn that on urban buggery. camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore. Yeah. I kind of wish I could replace... That would be great. If I could replace all of my sexual urges towards <laughs> human beings with something else, be it fire, yeah. be it golf clubs, I don't know. But that would be great. Because it would release there sh- so could, much... Should there not know. be, like, if there's fire bugs, shouldn't there be an equivalent, like, you know, like a, a flood bug? Like, is there yeah. anyone who's, like, turned on by water and yeah. just, like... You know, walking into a into well, a shop and just pouring a bucket of water on well, the floor and soaking in the carpet and going, oh yeah, look at well, that. Well, yeah, like that <laughs> so way. Damp. Like, because it's always that destructive thing. Like, why isn't someone doing the same thing? Like, so if someone goes by and buys a big issue, then immediately ja- ejaculates after that. You know, <laughs> because they've given five dollars to the homeless. And there's probably heaps of them out there, but yeah. they just don't know because they they're never going to admit to it. They're never yeah, gonna unknown champions of yeah. society. <laughs> well, I don't think that would frighten the homeless guy. I reckon the homeless guy's seen a lot worse. Than yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he's got his five dollars for yeah, the new, the edition. guy ejaculates and he goes, "I'll raise you that one." And just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to do a lot better than that, mate. I feel bad saying this, but there's a guy who sells the big issue at the front of the supermarket um, near our house, who's he's he's a bit of a dick. Like he's a bit of an asshole. Right. Like I know, he, like I, know well, who, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Have you had any run-ins with him? Because you no, live around this area. I'm all right with him because I I'm a big issue alumni. Ah. I write for the big issue. So oh. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean you're, you're all right with him? As in, he is an asshole, but he's not an asshole to you. Yeah, or? pretty much. So you turn a blind but eye. hang on, does this guy, this poor guy, that's probably never even looked inside the big issue, yeah. recognize you as an as an auteur? No, like, as you something, walk- something happened that made us like. I, I don't think Declan has written and directed his own films, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't get that clear. Hey, I just thought I'd chuck out the word yeah, auto yeah, without uh, cl- yeah, clearly knowing what that meant. Take a byline in the big issue. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not go any further. Take than it that. easy, K-Hoos do cinema. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, I knew that first year cinema studies would pay off one day and just that I could say that. Didn't pay off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's what, yeah, it's not, you're not an auteur for a 400 word column in the back <laughs> yeah. of the, um, right. that they regularly cut down to 300 words. Oh, so now a, we're getting picky with a big issue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't mind them. I just wish. If you could pay them extra, would they add the 100 words back in? No, nah, there's very limited space. There's yeah. very, it keeps going down. Every time you send something off, they go, sorry, we've had to cut another 50 words. Well, that's what they told Declan. Yeah. <laughs> limited space. We've yeah. got to have this whole page of ejaculate from one of our... <laughs> Well, I got I got into ch- I I've got into a into a conundrum with that into a bit of a problem with the guy you're talking about because yeah. any time I used to get anything published, Mum would want a copy of it, and so I'd routinely buy two copies if I had, and I only write for it like once every maybe like three or four editions, and so I'd buy two, and then every time I'd then go up to him to just buy the one when I wasn't in it, he'd go, <laughs> "Is it two? Uh. And so I was jammed buying two, and so instead of having the awkward, no, I'll only get one. I kept buying. To re- like, I've got so many fucking big issues in my house now. <laughs> you should go out and start selling them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Set up shop next to him. I'll just do. I'll yeah, do back yeah. issue. The retro yeah. big issue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably actually sell better. Yeah. 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 Well, so and yeah, and so then I got jammed. But so he really likes me because I get two. Yeah. So yeah. we're sort of. I don't right. have a. I don't have a. Well, because we'll we'll go up there with um our dog who's running around like crazy right now, and you know we'll sort of tie him up out the front when we're in the supermarket. And then it's been a couple of times when my girlfriend comes out and he's just had a crack at her about leaving the dog there. Like, oh, oh I didn't seem to be happy about that, did he? Yeah, not, not, not very good dog ownership, is it? Anyway, big issue, five bucks. Like, yeah. you try and whack a sale on the end there. Right, right. What, is there an article in there this you're month about proper pet ownership? Is that? Yeah, you're a better dog owner if you pay the, the pet owner tax, which is five bucks. He yeah. must be yeah, doing right. that a lot, though, because there's a lot of dogs that are left out. He must. But what is, what is that? Sorry, what's this guy? What is that? What's he hoping to get? What, what I hate that because what's his answer? What's his solution? What's he? Oh, he's just basically saying well, you left the dog for two. You couldn't yeah. take it inside. And given yeah. who he is, he's what's going. He oh, suggesting what, is an, you know, there's another alternative. It's a bit weird to be tying up your dog to that 
signposts over there. Anyway, if you don't mind, I'm just going to put this cardboard over myself and go to sleep. <laughs> like, in terms of treating people, treating things the way they should be treated. But, like, but, like, but yeah. what's the alternative? Because like we've taken, we've, it's at the shops with us because we're taking it for a walk. So what's his alternative is what, what just leave it locked up inside at home. Like well, there's no sense in it. You should, you should walk into the shops and then inject it so it goes to sleep. <laughs> you go into the shop and you come out and then you give it a pill and then some smelling salts and it wakes up. Is that humane enough for you, fuckhead? <laughs> like, yeah, like why, a con- why does he have to say anything? It's like a condensed process of when you take a pet on a plane. Like it's just a smaller yeah. scale yeah. version of that. You have to like... <laughs> Yeah, have it sleeping in the bottom of the supermarket while yeah, you're in I there. I just don't know why, but uh, anyway, this, this is good. Also, oh, are pets sleeping when they go on planes? I think, like, they, they drug them, don't they? Do they? Well, they not not in the Hollywood movies I've seen. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you get into the, that's, they're all yapping. And who yeah, yeah, hollering, yeah. You know? yeah. How can so they I not hear this from in the actual plane? Yeah. 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 Are they asleep? I, I didn't know that. that is that a process? I, bel- I think I think cats maybe you, you don't are, need You do to. work for Ansett, don't yeah. you? You would sure, know the sure. answer to this. I do still work for Ansett, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, I think cats you don't need to, but I'm pretty sure certain dogs, right. they need to. Oh. They do put is them it, under. Like on every plane, would there be pets or like is there a pet plane? Again, why is this being directed at me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I want to know your guys. Mate, if you had gone to urban camp, you would have learned all about this. <laughs> but you're, Maybe you would have learned about this on urban camp. Right. Your guy, oh, I find that, you know, he's, he, it's confrontation for no reason. And the, now I wanted to bring up this story because this happened to me and this is a good forum for mm. guys because it's a very male story. It's a man saying something to me and it was very confrontational. I want to know what you would have done and if what I did was appropriate. Yes. Okay. So I'm sorry to slow things up. But no, it no, won't no. take too long. Okay? Yeah. We'll get back to dead pets on planes soon. Yes, yeah. good. Right. Now I don't really go out very much but it was a friend has moved back from a, uh, and he's moved back near me. So I was like, I felt I had to, felt I had to go and have dinner with him. And he wanted to go out on a Saturday night. Mm. And I suddenly realised why I, I don't go out on a Saturday yeah. night. Mm. Because it's like a fucking zoo out there. <laughs> anyway, so we're sitting down. The zoo was next to the urban camp, by the way. <laughs> oh. That's an actual true story. Was that on the list? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Because well, that was a very easy one to tick off, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Well, well it comes last, I assume. Zed. <laughs> or you're not work- maybe you weren't working out Well, if it was geographically, it would have been first. Right. Right. Anyway. It's right there. Sorry, Saturday night. So it's a Boy, and you thought the start of that story was slowing things down. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a hot, hot, uh, like, uh, new burger joint, right, where they serve drinks as well. So it's a bit pubby. You know, we're sitting outside on the street eating our food. This guy comes up and he's got two girls and he's looking for a lighter. Okay, and he's asked the table next to us. And my instinct when this stuff happens is to go a little bit, ah, oh, fucking, I hope he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking that, but whatever. You know, I'm sorry. That was my first instinct. So he goes, are you guys got a lighter? You know, and this table blows him off. You guys got a lighter to us. Now, we have a pack of cigarettes sitting on the table, but we don't have a lighter because when we'd arrived, we'd had to ask this, these guys behind mm. us to borrow theirs. So he starts going, you guys got a lighter? And he looks at the cigarettes and we're like, no, we don't. And you saw this sort of little flicker in his eye, like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but then he starts on with a bit of, oh, hey, isn't that interesting how no one's got lighters anymore? <laughs> he does a little bit of a routine. No one's got lighters, don't you reckon? You go, I reckon these days. <laughs> and so I'm trying to, I'm thinking he's doing this because he thinks we've got a lighter and we're trying to blow him off. So yep. I said, I sort of cut him off mid Routine. He's trying to win everyone over. And I sort of said, well, actually, we, we got our gu- a lighter from these guys over here. They were very helpful. And he just looks at me and he goes, what? and he looks at the guys and then he looks at me and he just goes, oh, all oh, right. Yeah, mate. Okay. <laughs> and then just sort of walks away from the table. And I was like, okay. He walks over to his girlfriend or whatever, one of these girls, and she's like, how's it going? Yeah, and he goes, directly indicating us, going, oh, great, great. Yeah, just had the best... Oh, just the most amazing conversation with these people. Just like such stimulating conversation. <laughs> oh wow! Like I'll never forget it. <laughs> so we, so we of course have to just sit in, you know, and just sort of cop, cop that. Yeah. He makes a few more asides for the next 
35 minutes. He's drinking beers he's bought at the bottle shop at this pub. Oh, right. At, at this restaurant. Right. Just like trying to crack. Th- that's the reason he wanted the lighter. It was not to smoke, but to crack oh. the beers. <laughs> he's cracking open the beers and the guy from the pub comes out and goes, hey, just want to let you know, like, it's not great if you're drinking those here. If you just keep them out of sight, it would be helpful. And, he's, and then he, to him, is like super nice. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know that, Nate. Yeah, awesome. Like, he's being super nice to everyone else. This is like 30 minutes later, he gets up to leave and we're just talking our sort of small group and he goes, it's like kind of quiet and he just goes, oh, hey mate, <laughs> meaning me, you know, I, I, can't, I just know it's me so I look up and he's like, just thanks for the amazing conversation. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Oh, I can't wait until we next meet. Oh, and what are you saying? How so are you playing this? When he this? did that, I was like over it. And I was just smiling at him. And I just sort of went, oh, really? Oh, great. That's great. Fantastic. And he's going, can't wait until we next meet. And I said, because my head's spinning, I went, I hope you have a good time until then. <laughs> Which is means nothing. And I, of course, spent the entire night Going, I should have just said cunt face. <laughs> <laughs> but what, I, what, what do you think he wanted it? Like, what would have made a good conversation? I, I, I yeah, mean, yeah. that was the thing. If only I'd thought to say when he's going, thanks for the amazing conversation. What's, what, what's he expecting from the from the opening line? Has anyone got a lighter? You're supposed to <laughs> yeah. jump in with a bit of uh, Shakespeare after that, or? <laughs> is, but that's it's this onus that he's putting on you to give him a good conversation. Yeah, yeah. And he's, I think that I think he was annoyed that I didn't really appreciate. His gags about lighters and his observations. <laughs> right. I'm just amazed that he managed to sit there undetected for so long with beers that he'd bought in from yeah, outside. Yeah. What kind of pub is yeah. letting this go on? Well, it, look, I'll say that it's a bar restaurant, so I guess they're, you know, but exactly. He was all over the shop, but it's the kind of, no one's moving him on. But I just, it was that real, I was felt so attacked. And you, you can probably imagine, well, I, I don't get into these kind of well, I was, I had, very I had a very similar thing the other night, which was, you know, I don't go out into, like, I was at a trendy. Why is everyone competing about how much they don't go out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, look, I don't go yeah, out. Yeah. I don't no, know about you, Declan, but I'm a very social guy. <laughs> I but not only that, I've, I've, I... I've got a competing story about someone insulting me and not knowing what to say either. Because I was at this trendy pub and I did a, a, a set, I did a co- stand up comedy gig. A little skit. Yeah, yeah. my little <laughs> sketches. Yeah. I did some riddles <laughs> and, uh, and it was a terrible gig. And I, it was oh, on. Oh, the skits and riddles yeah. didn't go well. <laughs> no, no, no. But like the whole night was bad. It was a badly set up right. gig. And uh, I got up there. I was already, I was watching the gig going, I don't want to get up. I, like I was being paid to do it. And I was literally going, I wonder if I not only forfeit that, but if I give them that money again, can I get out of it? <laughs> I'll pay your way out <laughs> of yeah, it. Yeah, if I could, I pay my way <laughs> out of it. So I ended up getting up there and it was Melbourne Cup Day. So I haven't been drinking all day. Yeah. It was terrible. So get up there and this woman started just arced up straight away started yelling stuff out at me i didn't do you know i abandoned whatever plan i had and mm. just talked to her she kept saying dumb stuff i kept slamming her down in the end i, I ended up sort of getting into it because she was so drunk and everyone hated her mm. that i was just pouring shit on her for like 20 minutes mm. and it ended up being okay because everyone's like yeah give it to her she's trying to ruin our night <laughs> fuck this person you know if i can get into her so i did that for 20 minutes everyone really liked it mm. great she was humiliated everyone's had their fun <laughs> I I walked off as the MC's walking back on. He's standing side of stage. He's standing next to these people that had recently sort of joined the the gig. Um, these young guys, probably 23, 24, 25 years old. I get off thinking I've done as good as I can possibly do. I walk off. The first guy walks up to me and goes, "That was really fucking shit, mate." <laughs> and then the second guy comes up and goes, "Yeah, you're really shit, mate." And I just I almost didn't it didn't what? understand what was going on. I just went. Thanks, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and and kept walking. And as I walked past, I went, what just happened then? Like, because I understand if someone didn't like the material that was being put out there, but by insulting me, by just going, you're fucking shit, you're fucking shit, they just did a lighter scale version of what I'd done for 20 minutes. Yeah. Because yeah. all I was doing was pouring shit on someone and going, how fucked is this woman? <laughs> fucking, yeah. And uh, then I walk off and they go... Uh, that was shit. I'm like, that's what I just said. But they want, they maybe want to provoke you and get a bit of it back because they're like, do they, us, mate, do us. Oh, I don't know. But maybe I mean, they thought that's like your mating call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Keep shit on people, so they've gone. Oh, he does that. 
we like him. No, gonna, I, it's I, peacocking. Is it? Yeah, maybe. But it, now, as I say that, I realise it's in. But that's that, insane. That yeah. fascinates me. What do you think they wanted? What kind of response do you think they were thinking they maybe wanted? Yeah, well, but like, what can what? That is just insane. <laughs> to say yeah. to someone you were fucking shit. Yeah. What? I mean, even if you really think that. I, I think it to yourself. Yeah. What can you? What can mm. you say? But I was like, I, I thought, you know, if I'd have got up there, I know, and, and wasn't talked it about, terrific? Yeah, no. <laughs> but you talk about whatever you're going to talk about, a story about whatever. Talk about umbrellas and socks and whatever I usually talk about. <laughs> and but instead, <laughs> I'm just going. This woman's drunk. She's trying to fuck the gig. Fuck you and everything she'd do. I just hang shit on her. And then all they were doing was doing what I did back to me, going. That was shit because you said that was shit. I still think you. I. I wouldn't correct your response. I think you've done very well. Why Thanks very much, boys. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I don't think you can do much better. Yeah. I think it's like we need to because that does happen a lot where people will come up after a gig and just say, give you the honest feedback, and it's and like you said, what response do they want? What do you say? And it's sort of like you know Thank how there's you. there's that like stand there's that like kind of cliche stand up line of like someone heckling and someone going and the comedian going, ah oh, mate, I don't come down to where you work and knock the dicks out of your mouth, you know? Yeah. There the needs dicks, the, the, the multiple. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, man. Since you've done stand up, it's really been amped really? up. It's no longer yeah. just one. No, no, no. You've got to yeah. put a lot in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's, I mean, it's, man, it's 2013. I mean, yeah. you know, years ago, <laughs> yeah. one yeah. was enough. One dick now. doesn't shock anyone these days. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's got a Sometimes it's dicks and assholes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't knock the assholes out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever at sells. Work. Whatever at, sells. At your knock... work, your place of business where you're alternating between <laughs> sucking dicks and licking out assholes. Yeah. No, no, no. He's, he's actually got assholes in his mouth. Because that is a standard heckle to, to, to say, I don't knock the dick out of your mouth at your work. Because you'd sort of be like, oh, I wish you would because I've got this horrible job where I'm <laughs> sucking a dick all day. I, I wish you'd come and interrupt it. Yeah. <laughs> I could stop that's the worst people, job of all that's time. That's probably why people heckle because they've heard that cliche bit on like Seinfeld and stuff, or not Seinfeld, but like wherever, and thought, <laughs> and thought oh, no, heckling's good because they're comparing it to getting a dick knocked out of your mouth, which well, needs to happen more well, often. Well, yeah, they're just happy to come to a, to a gig and be able to say something out of their mouth because it's usually full of dick. So, <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy next to him goes, you've got dicks in your mouth. You've got a mouth of arsehole. Yeah, oh, I never turn off. Off. I never turn off. I'm always working, even when I go uh, out. I remember when working. I started out, I was in the arsehole division, and uh, <laughs> yeah. if you put in some solid yeah. hours, you can one day work uh, yeah. your way up. Work and be my on way dicks around. Like <laughs> 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 uh. Work my way 180 degrees. Around. <laughs> uh, if I can go back to yours for a second, Nick, this was he with. A, like a girl that was oh, his girlfriend. That was the most irritating. Go back thing. to yours. Your dick or your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the guy, the guy who came up to me. The most irritating thing, because like you know, you, you just you're just picking up a few. You yeah, know yeah. things when you're out, and uh, you know you, I tend to take notice of, of the same things yeah. whatever, wherever I am, and so I of course observed that he was with two quite attractive women. Yeah, really annoying. Yeah, because yeah. you just want you want this guy like you, you're trying to paint him as a piece of shit in many ways, <laughs> yeah. uh, but then to, it was a real like every time I'd look over to him and go, yeah, he is a piece of shit, but yeah. She doesn't seem like one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now she's taking a picture of him. Uh, <laughs> but he had shit. two girls. That's, are you saying there he was two? two yeah. He, a- he couldn't have been happy. Like, I don't know. Maybe they were, you know, he didn't seem happy with the situation, though, because he was he really focused on the fact that I didn't give him enough love. You yeah. know. <laughs> and, what, his- and to sort of describe him a bit more, was he kind of, was he a bit Darrow looking or beard, was he. No, beard, but like. They've all got him these days. Yeah, haven't dare they? I use the term yeah. sort of hipstery type but beard. But, but yeah, a bit, a bit off, you know. Clearly, S- maybe he was a bit, could have been a bit high. Bit of a could- cool, crazy guy who just kind of thinks yeah. the rules. Don't apply. The, the classic guy who, when when there are four tables of people and those four tables are adhering to the social rules of you talk to the people on your table, he's like, fuck, man, I'm going to throw a spanner in this bullshit works. <laughs> hey, who are you? Hey, what's your name? Hey, you got a lighter? And like, yeah, I get it. Like, you're not a bad person for doing that, but at the yeah. same time, that's not a good thing. You think that's really like you're breaking down social boundaries. I love how shit. tuned into societal conventions you are for a guy who, by his own admission, goes out of his way to not leave the house and engage in society yeah, at all. Because yeah. uh, yeah, on paper that story goes, I don't ever go out. I went to a pub once and someone asked for a lighter. What an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on out there these days? It's fucking yeah. a wasteland yeah. out there. The youth if, culture. If anyone cared about uh, anything that I did, yes, that's how it would be written up in a small <laughs> you know, blurb and I would look like a giant arsehole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
then someone have to knock you out of someone else's mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a conceptually complex <laughs> sort of idea. It's, the visual image that's created in my mind is sort of like there's a feedback loop of assholes and Maxwells <laughs> that are just um, yeah. Hey, it's been a while since we've called out to James Fosdyke and requested oh, uh, some no. art come in. But if, uh, if oh, you're looking for something, if you're looking you for something to do, can you draw. <laughs> this could be the thing that breaks him. Yeah, I don't think you can draw that. I don't know. We hear from him in a month, and it, that is what caused him to quit illustrating. Well, and now he's like an accountant. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that was your that's your social quandary about how we would deal with it, Nick. Um, now, my question is, well, I, I just would have liked to have been a bit quicker and funnier sure, uh, yeah. in the moment because then I could have, you know, the dream is that I say something back to him as he leaves and all the other tables laugh. Yeah, yeah. But I did And the girls also, in an ideal world, they just drift away from him and come and sit down yeah, with they, you. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. What, like, do, what do you do? You break the spell. Yeah. It sounds great. Yeah, and then he goes, come on, Jenny and Gina, we've got to go. And they go, fuck off, Steve. And I like go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. Yeah. Um, this, is this, look, I think I might know the answer to this question, but I'm just going to put this out there. I think maybe this is an acceptable thing to do. I, I think this is a victimless crime, and you can be my uh, judge of peers here. This is mm. what I did last week. Um, my girlfriend likes to go to bed quite early. On a Friday night, she said, let's, let's, I'm tired, let's both go to bed early, which she's want to do, to impose my bedtime on me. Like, mm. I don't, you know, if she's going to sleep, we've all got to sleep. Mm. So... I went to bed. She was asleep by 8.30. I'm in bed at 8.30 on a Friday night. I've got my phone. I go, what am I, what am I doing? And then I text. I know that Harley Breen, friend of the show, Harley Breen, is doing a gig like about five blocks away. I text him and say, are you doing that gig still up at that hotel? And he said, yes, come down now. And I said, okay. And I got up at 8.35 <coughs> as my girlfriend is asleep. Mm. Got up, got fully dressed again, crept mm. out of the house Went and drank about 10 beers mm. and then came back again by about one in the morning. Didn't say anything. No one woke up. <laughs> went to bed. Woke up the next day with no one knowing what happened. So sh- I didn't tell my girlfriend at all what had happened that I had ended up mm. going and having 10 beers and watching comedy. And I said, yeah, just got up and went, that was a big sleep, wasn't it? That was a good... How did you sleep? Good. Yep. Great. And she's none the wiser. Is that is that a victimless crime? Is well, that a- I'm assuming that in her head... You you were you know you two have both slept together from eight thirty so and you you waking up the next day it's like there's a an in, increased closeness there yeah I w- I wouldn't say it's victimless there's one very big victim here <laughs> and it's you and the sad fucking life that you yeah. lead that that's how you've got to get your jollies yeah. again this is like you talking a little while ago about how you sneak moose like some people would have. <laughs> Gotten up and gone and done something radical. You're going a block away and catching up with Harley Breen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, to be fair, to be fair, I hadn't drunk beer with him since the night before. So, <laughs> it's a go have an affair, mate. For fuck's sake, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Thing, I know it? that would have added a bit to the story. Yeah, yeah. banged <laughs> half a dozen birds and then so, oh well, good morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that would have made it better. I would have been a better bloke for that. Or? Yeah. Well, the story would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I feel like it's less about. I, I sort of weirdly agree with Tommy. I feel like it's less about the dishonesty. I don't think there's a huge... I think it's more about you enjoying sneaking. <laughs> I didn't... Enjoy, like, well... And so have you not? Have you still not told her now yes. that you went out? Yes. You I haven't told her? No, no, no. And so... Well, what's the story? But, what but I, what's this picture that you've got of your girlfriend to, yeah. where you think she's going to say, what? You <laughs> went down the street at 8.30? Like, <laughs> well, like this, this idea that you have of how your relationship functions is just... A disaster. It just gave me a bit of a thrill because <laughs> it was like some weird movie that wasn't that interesting. But you know, there was a there was a great you know uh, uh, you, you see that on movies people sneaking out, getting in their pajamas and going and having this clandestine secret life or whatever. It just happened that I'd mine like it was. If you went in your pajamas. <laughs> yeah. that, been good. Yeah. That's, that bit I would have. Yeah. That would have been good. Yeah, yeah. especially because I know you sleep in the nude, so that would have been. How do you know that? You've just told me many times. Oh, okay, yeah, I do. So now yeah, you just have the pajamas for clandestine. <laughs> yeah. So he's nude but puts yeah. on the pajamas. Yeah, so if I go into my bedroom with my girlfriend, yeah. I start putting PJs on, she goes, where do you think you're going? <laughs> <laughs> I do like, like, I've been meaning to ask you about this for a while. So, like, I, you know, you travel around and do gigs or whatever and I quite, quite frequently stay at mates' places and stuff like that. Now, when you're in the sh- when you're staying at someone else's house and you're in the shower and, you know, they've got all their different shower products and, and bathroom products and stuff, what's your, 
What's your etiquette there? Are you are you getting stuck in or are you? No, I don't. Really? No. I I do, and yeah. I feel a, a bit of a giddy thrill when I do it because I've, but also a bit are guilty. You, are you then like filling up the pockets of your jacket and stuff <laughs> with <laughs> shampoo to yeah. take it? Home going into or? their bedrooms, taking cash out of the bedside table. <laughs> it's all the same principle, it's really. Like for any, because I know you get like young kids who want to be comics and stuff, like listening to this show. Um, they're listening to it, going, "This is the." Like rock star life, I can have sneaking down the street at eight thirty-five and stealing a bit of shampoo that I needed anyway. Um, I don't, I don't have showers at other. If I stay at you don't have showers. House. No, I do have showers, but I don't like it at other people's house. <laughs> really? Yeah. What do you do? I, I don't. Again, I'll, it's a better story if you don't ever have showers. <laughs> no, I think the better story is if you go, if you take showers at home, but when you go to other people's houses, you exclusively take baths. <laughs> <laughs> The, it's this is like a podcast of the lamest fetishes. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Like guys admitting just slightly odd things yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't like other people's showers that much. I just sort of go. I, I feel like it's in true. I, I don't know. I just never really done it. I you don't reala- love showers. You realize too how wildly different every shower is because you get so used I don't, to it. Because I don't go. Well, in them. okay. I don't know. I'm, I don't talking, know what to say. I'm talking to the two normal people in this conversation. Um, you know, you get so used to like. You know the pressure and the height of your own shower, and then you go into someone else's, and it's a, even if it's a little bit off, you're like, Ugh, "What's this? What yeah. are they bathing in over here?" This oh, is I completely agree. I completely agree. I I find it very hard to stomach. And you know the weird <laughs> one though is having a shower. Not that it's, but I occasionally have a shower at uh, the uh, the gym. Oh. And you know what's weird about that? You feel like a real like weirdo, <laughs> like. You feel just like a just a general creep because you like get naked in this shower that's got nothing in it, no yeah. personal. Because showers always have a yeah. little bit. Yeah, of personal. yeah, yeah. It's just like raw. It's like yeah, you need to wash down in a public space, buddy. Yeah, I'm sweaty. Just <laughs> wash it off. <laughs> and it's, it's a very I, I don't feel comfortable, and I do not uh, feel comfortable afterwards. People still do that. It's not just old men. People still do the like. Oh, yeah, you know, if you're in a change room. It's okay to sort of be naked for like, uh, you know, eight or nine seconds. It's like, yeah. it's not. Yeah. Just That's, cover that I, up. Man. I had something like that the other day where I played indoor soccer just before I went to a gig. I went into the, the place I run, Five Boroughs Comedy, on a Thursday night and I played soccer. There wasn't – I didn't have time to have a shower at the at the place where I played soccer. Went to the venue and for some reason I thought there was a shower in that restaurant. I don't know why <laughs> I thought there should be a shower there but I, I did think that – so I came in to have the shower. There was obviously no shower and it was just a basin. And I went, okay, well, this is – I can't be all sweaty for this gig. So I took all my clothes off and sort of washed myself <laughs> in the basin and got and got walked in on. Yeah, and it, which, of course, looks absolutely ridiculous yeah, for some a, of them. It's called a horse bath. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it? You know, yeah. washing the undercarriage from a basin. Oh, right, right, right. Washing the undercarriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was having like the. This is the ultimate little treat for people who listen to both of our podcasts right now. Horse they, bath coming up. Did they walk in and like? Did you go? Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm hideous. <laughs> they. I don't. I don't think I even had time to say anything because as soon as you open a door and there's a guy. You weren't. Were you nude? I was. <laughs> I think I had undies Carl, on. Carl. Were you nude? <laughs> <laughs> or were you wearing your clandestine jammies? Uh, no, no. I I think I had my undies on, but they were being sort of pulled down to to wash and stuff. So yeah. again, the glamorous life. <laughs> I've, I've never liked. I, I reckon I find people that just walk around nude, like if it's at a public thing, or like even if it's like like you know in a swimming pool or whatever. I find it like a swimming pool change room. Yeah, like I find it really fucking arrogant. Yeah, like it's there's a like. Old guys, I get it because they've gone, I'm so old now, I don't care. But yeah. like a young guy, there's a sort of arrogance. Like I can wave my cock and balls wherever I want. Yeah. And so. All behind the guise of, hey, it's just natural. Yeah. We've all got <laughs> it. We've all got them, guys. We've all got them. Yeah. Because well, yeah. at school, I never wanted to like. Actually, it's suddenly. I'm realising as I'm talking to you that maybe <laughs> the issue lies with me. But I I didn't ever want to be changed in front of people at like PE change rooms or whatever. So I'd always wear like the PE clothes underneath. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So I'd get there and just fucking rip it off and ready <laughs> yeah. to go. Like a Clark Kent with low self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Well, yeah. The absolute opposite to you was a boy who I will not name who I went to school with who every at the end of every day where we had sport last – 
we'd all change in this room. And I don't know if you remember that, but the boys getting changed quickly, you know, trying to get changed, yeah. trying to get home, taking your sport clothes off, putting on your school clothes, and there'd be one boy whose father would come in and would change him from head to toe. What? No. What? And no one, you know, the, you know the good thing about the uh, the boys of that cl- era, they we never really we never got stuck into them about it. Like, not I'm not saying bullying didn't go on in in the school, but no one ever went like you know you could really like ruin a kid for that. Yeah, that no kid, one did. That dude now, I hope he thanks God Almighty every day because he has gotten away yeah. with something <laughs> that incredible. Is, that is a great train robbery not right kid. there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, his father, you know, stepping into the underpants of his father's... Oh, no. What? No, what are no, we wasn't. talking? And who, like... This is 10. This is grade five. Because I remember mum... I remember leaving my undies at home one day and going to school with nothing on. This is like when I was six. And mum came with the undies. <laughs> changed by... <behind>. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> them. There was a bit of that. Like, and I re... But that, that was when I was five or six. But to be 10... Like yeah, it's pretty. It tends like you're into girls. You're into stuff maybe like that. There's something. What's well, I was. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm just trying to work out what. And then did it just stop one day? Yeah, look, I mean, it eventually stopped. But it was that thing of you know, I mean, they didn't. I don't think they really quite realised, you know. But yeah, this. I like the know. idea that it stops when there's this dramatic moment. Like the dad comes <laughs> in one day and you're all like, "Here we go," and the kids like. No, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got this. Yeah, yeah. And he remembers that as this, the moment that he first knew he was he was a yeah. man. You know? And his dad just punches a hole in the wall. <laughs> and he's going up to other kids. Do you, what about you? Do you need a hand? Like, I've got nothing else to do now. And he's been, he's, he lost his job like five years ago. Yeah. Then him like in a, in a year's time, like hanging around with mates going, so uh, how old were you when you stopped your dad from coming in and putting your undies on in... Uh, PE. Everyone going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what, yeah, I'm just trying to work out if the who who wanted this. If it's the <laughs> kid, like, or if it's the dad, or whether it was a mutual sort of. You know, things can go on a bit too long, like with your parents, and it's yeah, just because yeah. no one's called it. Because yeah. it's like you know, like um, <clears throat> there was for many years it was a, a, a sort of a thing between my, me and my parents about. Whether I knew there was a Santa Claus or not, you know, yeah, right. they would keep saying, "Hey, Santa brought you this," yeah, and yeah. me going, and them not being quite sure whether I knew or not yet. What and age? me going, "Do you guys know yet?" Or do you remember those great years at school that overlap where some kids their parents had let them in yes. on the truth and others had it, and just the fury it would cause on yeah, the playground. Yeah. I used to love. I, I used to love that. This is dead serious. I think I've said this to Nick on our show that. Uh, we had a fill-in teacher come and she was an older woman uh, when we were in grade four and she said, what are you doing? And we said, oh, we've been writing letters to Santa and for Christmas. And then she said, oh, really? <laughs> I swear to God. Oh. I, st- I remember the moment so starkly. Wow. And then she said, how many of you believe in Santa? And it was that divide time. Yeah. About half put up their oh. hands. And because then- that's because that's so – that's such a – I remember it actually causing fights in the schoolyard. Yeah, yeah. It should, it should happen. It's, it should be like sex ed. Everyone should be sat down at once and just told about well, it so what, the overlap doesn't that, happen. That's what this woman tried to do and she said, Santa is not real. I love it. And She's pe- a trailblazer. People started like crying. I hate and, it. Like, that's the it worst. Goes, yeah. and, but then, then she went like one further and she goes – 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, no, she goes, how many people uh, believe in the tooth fairy? <laughs> oh. And I thought that was a no-brainer. And um, it was only me and one other kid put up our hands. Oh, this is after you've been told Santa's Yeah. Oh, I still just, wanted to hang on. Is this some taking people, no prisoners. I is, love it. Is there some people going, oh, as if Santa comes from the North Pole, duh. <laughs> No, the tooth fairy comes and grabs my tooth and gives me money. Though. So, so people believe in one and not the other. Yeah. My mum was furious when I told her, like, because I remembered like going home that night. It was like everything had changed. It was only about. Did this teacher then go? And who believes that life is fair? <laughs> Bigfoot. What about Bigfoot? You little fucking idiots. It was an amazing manoeuvre, like That's, to be. A, yeah. If it was your own and a teacher. fill-in teacher too. That yeah. is. I great. swear to God. I swear to God, it happened. And I just remember driving. Declan, home that do you night. believe in God? I, I I don't know how to answer that. That's a very. <laughs> I went to a Catholic school, and I'm very. I'm still very confused by that question. <laughs> right. I, no one, anyone that went to a Catholic school, it's in your DNA. 
Right. Like people that go, oh, I don't, I don't believe in it, or whatever. It's like it's in. Were there. you sorry, Carl? Were you being the teacher then, or were you legitimately asking that the question? That was meant to be a joke, but I just hit a <laughs> massive. Yeah, you did. Oh, I, did, I don't think I hit a nerve. I think I hit an aorta just then. <laughs> I was about to start sobbing. It's, this is basically. I still remember that teacher's name it was Mrs. Menezes. Right. And she was like, "Is she?" But um, yeah, I, I, I apologize for taking your god <laughs> question. To, no, and yeah, I'll punch yeah, you anyway, in the face and then walk. We return out. you to your episode of Brides of Christ. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jake, I need to fill you in about something because you live in this area. You you live near me, and you've just recently had a child. I have. Um, Is that what you're filling me in about? Yeah. <laughs> um, Do, yeah. Are you aware that your <laughs> wife has done this? Um, yeah, your partner has done this. Um, uh, there's a cafe in this area that. Uh, is this the one that's forty eight dollars for a plate of eggs with one <laughs> bit of fennel on the side. That's all of them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, that's um, uh, Someone I know was in there with uh, two young children, and mm. uh, this this cafe, like along the windowsill, they have lots of rubber ducks because mm. that may or may not tie in with the name of this cafe. Oh yeah, I know which one yep. it is. Yeah, and so uh, the kids were sitting there and they were looking at the rubber ducks and they're like really, really into them and and they're like, ah, oh, rubber ducks, yeah, and the was like, oh, you know, after this, you know, we'll go, I'll go buy you a rubber duck. And the waiter heard this and he goes, here you go, kids, and just hands one to each of them from the windowsill. Yeah. Have the rubber ducks. There you go, kids. And they're like, yay, this guy's the best. Yay. Anyway, they go have their meal. This uh, lady, when she's leaving, she goes to pay the bill. She looks at the bill and she goes, oh, it's a bit, didn't realise we had that much. Looks at it. 2x rubber duck. No. $10. No. Wow. They've gone in on five bucks per ducky. That's that, outrageous. How do you like that? That is that, that is. But egregious. I thought about it. That it's, is egregious. It that is, is egregious. That is, that is a work of an auteur. It's genius because the kids already have the ducks. The oh, mum's not going to turn around and go, no, no, back. get yeah. rid of that duck fee. Give me that, kids. Yeah, yeah but you, oh. look, Nick is far more versed in being rused as a parent of a child <laughs> than I am. I'm not at that that's, stage That's yet, why that's so disgusting because, as you point out, you can never take it back. Yeah. The mother's in a position where she exactly can't say to the child, oh, we have to, we're putting that back now because it costs $5. And the children are just going, what, $5? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and I, love, like a duck. I love the manager exactly sitting what there the going, child's thinking. they laughed <laughs> at me. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I love the manager going, they laughed at me. They laughed at me when I bought that crate of rubber duckies yeah, yeah, from that yeah. hot potatoes that was going out of business. <laughs> and now who's turning a sweet no, profit out of it? I think you're right. I reckon the I reckon the manager has, because it is, maybe the name relates to rubber ducks. Um, and I It may or may not relate 100% percent to the phrase rubber duck but yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah um you guys are being so good with this <laughs> but no idea what no, it is i reckon yes. the manager has like accidentally when they've opened he's gone fucking we'll sell rubber ducks rubber ducks for everyone and he's ended up with just crates of rubber ducks out the back yeah. no one's buying them and he's gone i've got them i've got to move these on oh, absolutely but that, that's the thing of my I, i'm sorry there is a rule there where the guy has to say you like that's those awesome ducks? you like those ducks kids um, hey to the mum, they're only five. Yeah, yeah. Really but I like love them. it. It's like you don't have to go to a shop; you can just buy one of those. To him, to take the oh, can I be Santa Claus? Yeah, 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 it's like yeah. the cafe is run by carnies. It's just a yeah, sweet yeah, scam yeah. they've got going yeah. on. I love it. Yes, um, it is. That's actually carnies. It is. That's a carny act. <laughs> this would make an excellent current affair <laughs> undercover hidden camera style thing, which yes. they love. You guys, if you guys both went in there with, with, kids. You, with your kids, we put a yeah. hidden camera on our kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Strap a GoPro to its head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, let's do, we should we should we should team up because there is that thing of you know these podcasts they're all out there and no we we don't get any money do we any of us we just suffer. oh you guys are fully being paid for today's oh good oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Oh, Mr Taxman is listening in so you're yes being, we make you're being zero paid money. in two rubber ducks but, yeah yeah but we should, that's we should ten bucks a, we should do a, <laughs> we should do a hidden camera show where yeah. we do that we'll do the rubber ducks we've got this thing we're going to get Lindsay Gaze we're going to go undercover with Lindsay Gaze and it's just going to be like anytime no one recognises. I'm just I'm just gonna say, hey, it's Lindsay Gaze, mate. <laughs> this is Nick's this is Nick's pitch, and I actually think it's a good idea. Yeah. Is to he goes, Nick's, Nick produces a segment. It's his it's his segment. Well, this is gonna makes. be a whole show. It's a hidden camera so show. So he's got Lindsay Gaze, and he he walks up like you like he'll be anywhere, anywhere from a cafe to the Logies, and he'll walk up and just put Lindsay Gaze into a social scenario. And he just starts talking about old like NBL, like his shuffle defense or whatever, or Andrew Gaze hitting a free throw to win the NBL thing. And when people stop paying attention, Nick walks up and just goes, guys, <laughs> this is fucking Lindsay Gaze. <laughs> yeah, but I think you just make it as simple as you just undercover camera, Lindsay and I are sitting in a cafe that may or may not sell rubber ducks. <laughs> We're sitting there. When the guy brings over our coffees, if he just puts the coffees down, I go, hey, mate. 
That's fucking Lindsay Gaze right there. <laughs> if you can get Lindsay Just Gaze. Just a word or maybe like a free coffee or something. Yeah. If you can get Lindsay Gaze swindled into being given a rubber duck, yeah. yes. then you've got, that's the ultimate. That's the crossover. Oh, see, that's I don't feel ultimate. comfortable pushing Lindsay into that scenario. <laughs> okay. He's, he's 80 years old. Yeah. I don't think. Lindsay will come out just loaded with yeah. fucking rubber ducks. It's a legend of Australian NBL. <laughs> yeah, it's loaded at, at my cost. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, oh, that is, but you, surely being a parent, like you, you would be so infuriated by you having to get a rubber duck for your kid. I, I you would say make, I, I'm. I would have say you so. had anything like that happen where you've been swindled just by being a parent? Like, no, what's you, the worst one that's happened to you? Yeah, but you always have to play the skill testers and stuff. And because, the, as I say, because I'm, you know, I tend to keep to myself. I don't put myself <laughs> in these situations. But the carnies, absolutely. When we went to the show, it's just like you're walking up. Uh, it's stuff. It's stuff like Milo gets to throw a bottle cap on the ground for ten dollars <laughs> and lose. <laughs> Are you sure that was actually? See someone working at the show. It's pretty close. It that does sound like a lot of fun, though. <laughs> you know what one of them was? They're standing there with a deck of cards. You pay $2, you get two cards. You pay $5, you get four cards. You pay $10, you get eight cards. And if you can make the number 21 with the, your cards, you get a giant bear. Mm. But if you can't make it. Is this a show 21? or Las Vegas? Yeah, isn't that? They're standing I'm going, that's not fun for Milo to give him a bunch of cards and go, now make the number 21. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't. You lose. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this is a fucking horrible like, affront. Can we go back to the throwing the bottle cap on the ground again? <laughs> <laughs> but you get you're very because you uh, you you are very affectionate and wanting to like be a good dad stuff. You often get trapped in like the skill tester games and him trying to win something. Yeah, or... I mean the skill testers. But that's not a person doing it to you, but the skill testers because the worst is he'll see some bogan kid who spends <laughs> every day at the skill tester just going, "How easy is this? <laughs> soft toy after soft toy." So we try it, and when I go, "You oh, you can't beat these things," yeah. Marla's going, "Of course you can. Look at old." Oh, is, that, is that like one of those three card Monty like setups on the streets of New York? <laughs> just... Oh, you reckon the kid is actually that's winning all the stuff? Yeah, he's like part. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, oh, right. maybe. Yeah. Those bottle caps don't even properly go on the ground. Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our bottle cap doesn't properly go yeah. on the ground. I like that. You, you can't. There's it's no. It's a fake w- bit of ground that it yeah, goes yeah. on. There's no way to win that game. You just throw the bottle cap <laughs> yeah. on the ground. Nah, and pay it's them. on the ground, mate. You lose. <laughs> <laughs> but that's. Okay. You got me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, just on that sort of stuff. I went to. Uh, I was walking past a garage sale the other day and I bought um, I bought the home improvement board game for a dollar. Oh, and I was like psyched about it, but also like I just bought it because it was a dollar, even though I got it going, this is going to be like, you know, shit will be missing. And then yeah. I opened it up and it's like perfect. Oh, like wow. everything is there and it's in pristine condition. And it just actually made me like kind of sad yeah. just thinking about the kid who was the previous owner of this game <laughs> with this like just Dominating parent who's like every time they play, like, no, you've got to fucking put all the cards in the right order. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Th- it's, it just speaks to a very unhappy childhood. It, re- yeah. it sort of really saddened me. See, like, I saw yeah. it the other way that the kid was given it and just fucking hated home improvement and yeah. just went, I'm never going to play it. Yeah. That was my sort of there sad is, There is no such kid like yeah. that who hates home improvement. He was holding out for the for the home version of Third Rock from the Sun. And <laughs> <laughs> he just got very pissed off. How do they what, – what, how do they do well, – who's the guy that's over the fence in full uh, – Wilson. In, Wilson. In Wilson. How, is Wilson a part of the board game? Not really. I haven't played it yet, but I've had a look through it. See, it's, no uh, one plays this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's bizarre though. Like it's a very – I can see why it's it, but anyway like it, it it's kind of got like a it's I guess version of the community chest or whatever where you know you draw a card out there's like two there's like you know two different do you have to build a hot rod by the end of it no or it's yeah. like it's, it's do you have like to stick an engine to the board game by the end of it <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so hard to play <laughs> there, there must be a button that makes a hog noise or whatever yeah. no that, that is a Massive oversight. Yeah, no, they the whole thing's them. an oversight. Yeah. So it doesn't have a single this, plot. Your purchase of it is an <laughs> oversight. Do you have to give birth to three like attractive <laughs> sons that then get really ugly when they're older? Yeah. There's a there's like you can Which assistant is in the game? Is it Pamela Anderson or you is can, it the next you one? can play there's a little token for Jonathan Taylor Thomas and like halfway through you you kind of go off the board into a separate board game that's the I'll be home in time for Christmas board game that oh, you're wow. going around the edge of. Yeah. yeah. Um but there's there's like a trivia question. There's like a deck of cards that's trivia questions and you'd think oh they're trivia questions about the show but what they actually are is they're trivia questions about actual home improvement Uh, so it's like uh. this is a board game for kids by the way and like the questions are like okay for 10 points 
what is the best kind of ratchet ratchet to use to, but it's really specific in order to fix a broken wit like it's all oh. very very specific oh. home repairs questions and it just seems like it's designed by like this dad who just hates playing games with his kids he's like no you know it's what all it was fucking luck of the draw and it's bullshit and the kids always beat me no. i'm going to fucking write some questions that i know it was a horribly designed game a, the most boring game of all time and it just sat in someone's recesses of their workshop for 10 years and then the show Home Improvement came along and they went, oh, yes, Photoshop Tim Allen <laughs> on the front of this piece of shit and sent it out the door. <laughs> that was that, that, that theory of that is a, a good friend of ours whose idea for uh, to do trot fest films, you know, each year you have to put like an umbrella in it yeah, and yeah, yeah, put yeah, a yeah. golf club. His idea was to just shoot a giant pile of random things so that every year you could keep entering oh, it. stock and footage. Yeah. Hope there was an umbrella in it or hope there was a... It should really... I mean, would Tropfest ever do something like uh, cock and balls as the thing? That <laughs> I think they did. Someone, didn't oh, that I would think, be good. I think they did sex one year. I think there was like the theme was sex. Oh, right. had to be. That, that, that's not what I mean. So I did mean, your friend film like a bunch of umbrellas <laughs> and beach balls and then two guys just going at it? <laughs> yeah, the they're on it? top of the pile. Right. <laughs> like delicately balanced on yeah. top of the pile. <laughs> yeah. So were you going to... Play so. Sorry, does this game have any any uh, link to the shows? Have Tim Allen on the box or anything? Not really. It's like the setup is you're just you and you're you're fixing up your home, but using the help of Tim's tool time oh, show. Okay. So you're using okay. your Binford tools and you're getting advice from Tim. And were you going to play this as like a like a drinking game or you know, or you just wanted <laughs> it to was, have it? It was one dollar. And yeah. so I just went. You had, to, you, you had an itchy pocket. You had to spend and I just thought, ball. I'm going to play this all the time now and still haven't played it. Yeah. We should do an episode of the show where we play it live on air. No, not why at all. You sh- why is your head doing that? I, I why is your do head that. making do that? You, I, mean, I, I feel like I'm too old now to do this, but I've, I've, and I've never done it or understood it. But now, being bored in my entire life... <laughs> I feel like drinking games make sense. Because <laughs> that's like, I'm bored. I can't it. think of an idea. But if you said to me now, hey, before you go home, what do you say we drink, like you have to drink five or six beers and a few <laughs> shots and we'll just play this fucking dumb game? Well, I'd go, yeah, because <laughs> it's an excuse <laughs> to drink. No, but, I, but I go the other way. I think it's an, 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 an impairment on drinking. Like when right. someone goes, I'll okay. put this movie on and every time someone says, fuck, you have a sip of your beer, it's yes. like, can't we just watch something good and I'll just sit and drink yeah, at yeah. a normal pace while... While that's happening, True. I've never, I've never gotten it. No, we don't have to do speed with my one. We'll just, just, just. Your, yours was just we play, play a game. game where I have five beers and some shots, and then we play a game, and then I drive yeah, home yeah. to my son. Yeah, yeah. Your idea was yes. I'll get all his alcohol, and you work out the rest. Yeah, and that's, then there's a special uh, bonus round. Yeah. And then there's a special bonus round where I get pulled over by a booze bus on the way home. Yeah. Sweet game. Hey, uh, so this is what I was trying to get to right at the start of the episode, but with um, you it guys, it's been daunting. Because because you've had a laptop up the whole time, <laughs> yeah. and we're having a conversation. Every now and then, I see you looking at your laptop. I'm yeah. like, is this, is this their shtick that Carl just answers emails? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, that's not what happens at all. Um, or you got an Excel spreadsheet for who's talking when? No, no, no. I've just got a few ideas because otherwise I'll forget. You know the crazy sort of adventures that I get up to during the week. You know, you've got yeah, to. How do you do it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do we, you do we've, it? We've, we've, well, can I say this? Two things I wanted to say coming on this podcast. We've both we've been on the show before separately. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Second thing I want. <laughs> second thing I want to. <laughs> Some sweet inside info. Yeah, no, that, and that's good. You know, stuff that we didn't know before you told us. So, there you go. Yeah. So you're learning. Do you, this is a question for Carl, or as I found out from Tommy when I arrived, you refer to yourself apparently as the Chan Man. Well. Which I think is quite Asian of you. <laughs> no, look, I was referred to as that quite a bit, and then I've given up. And ironically like started it. calling myself the Chan Man, <laughs> and then people going, well, why do you call yourself that? I'm like, oh, it was foisted upon me, and I'm just... Playing with it. You okay, know? well, I wanted to ask the Chan Man, and this is a new segment for your show, possibly. Ask the Chan Man. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Do you ever just take the car out? You got a car? Yeah. You ever take the car out and just go? Ah, I'm going to for a bit of a drive on the Chandler Highway. I I don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, good two points. We've been on the show before. We knew that. And 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 the, and the most horrible thing of it's like me saying to you, Nick Maxwell. Hey, did you know there's a football player called Nick? Here we did go. you have you heard that one before? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, anyway, what are you going to get to? Because it's almost time for you to go to bed and then get up five minutes later. Yeah. And party. It's almost time for me to get into my silky PJs. Yeah. Um, 
now, quite a while ago, um, uh, listeners to this show know that Tommy Daslow, my co-host, my lovely co-host in the gift shop over there to my left, mm-hmm. he gave out my phone number mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have um, not entirely used that information to send me compliments. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of... Um, since we brought up recently, like it happened a lot about a year ago, since we brought it up, like I, sh- I, I really shouldn't be bringing it up because it's reawoken the idea to a lot of people it's given the idea to a lot of new listeners and i've been copying it pretty flat out ever since uh, just mm. a lot of people ringing up and hanging up a lot of text messages just a lot of weird prank calls in, in their way of showing their appreciation for this free podcast that they get every week yeah. it's just me being rang up in the middle of the night and gone is this you, you, fuck you click bang the end so um I have got... Keep it up, guys, by the way. Excellent work. No, don't do that, please. But And I shouldn't be encouraging it, but I just thought it's worth documenting what, what's been happening this week, which is um, I've been signed up for a lot of things this week. <laughs> uh, my email address has gotten out. and uh, Not your email address as well as your phone number. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because we've got a live show coming up and I, I put as the contact point, because I was creating the... The the, yeah. the the thing for it you've got to put a contact thing I didn't realise it was going to sort of go on there so it's it's come up they've used my number and the email address <laughs> and people are just ringing up you know saying you know how you you know want aluminum siding and me going not really that's not <laughs> that's not me yeah. I'm sorry and it's such a weird thing because there'll, there'll be quite specific obscure things it's not just like hey the um he, you know you rang up wanting a um, bloody membership in the dickhead factory was this you it's like no that's not me it's like this really weird stuff about you know a a potted plant fucking nursery it's like oh did you want to come and get your fern no it's it's just a weird prank i don't know why they're doing it so anyway i was on a um jog the other day i was jogging and i had my iphone as my ipod it's playing phone starts ringing i think you know what this looks like it could be a business call i'm gonna take it so i take it as I'm jogging, so I'm actually thinking I'm pretty fit. I can it probably doesn't come out too well that I'm 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 puffing or anything like that. So I take the call. My hey, Carl, speaking, uh, and they go, oh, okay, this is the um uh, um what do they call it? The um impotency um clinic of Melbourne. Um, you you've <laughs> been ringing up. You wanted to some information on um you know lack of erections and so. And I'm like, <laughs> no, not really. I don't. I don't. Wanted and, information on lack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting boners anymore. What do you reckon yeah. that means, guys? Yeah, well, and so I'm running and, and they're going and I'm saying, look, it's not really. And they go and they're clearly trained for people to feel <laughs> a bit weird as they're getting yeah. called yeah, back. Yeah. And they're like, anyway, look. And I'm saying, no, it's not really like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this is what you need to do. Just come in and we'll talk to you. It'd be very sensitive. I'm like, no, man, I just want to. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Don't worry. And they just kept saying no matter what. And, and the longer it went, the more I'm puffing. So... On their end, they're ringing up a guy that can't get it up anymore and I'm answering going, <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. And they're like, oh, this guy's in big trouble. We just better press on and give you more and more. And I'm like, oh, I really am. And then it sort of feels what, like I'm... just working away on your cock in there, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Oh, or, I won't get up. Or, or I'm just running away from my problems. Just like going, no, it's fine. I'm going to find a new house and new friends and a new girlfriend. <laughs> so um, there was that And then there's also the, So I've been copying a lot of that A lot of people just ringing up whatever And, and blocking their phone number So I don't get to know who it is And Sweet not returning trick. Yeah yeah Classic trick So then I got a phone call Just the other day Which was uh, Their number came up So I'm like Sweet this is probably someone else Because all the other people Block their phone numbers So I got this A girl rang up and went Hi, it's um, Trina from uh, um, Victoria McDonald's. Um, we've been hearing you talk a lot about uh, our company on your show, and uh, which we do. And uh, we wanted to offer you the sponsorship. We wanted to give you money to keep talking about McDonald's on the show, and you can talk about shaker fries, and we will pony up the dollars, and uh, it's all going to work out great for both of us and whatever. I'm like, you know, respect. I said clearly, I haven't fallen for this, but that, that's great <laughs> that you've actually yeah. not just you know sneezed into the phone and hung up or whatever. <laughs> That's great, and she's really put in a big yeah. effort, and, and she sold it, she sold it. But then an episode came out, and then I get the angry text message after that going, what the fuck? I gave you all that effort of pretending to be from McDonald's, and I don't even get a mention on the show? Like, I Ooh. waste your time. Yeah. Where's me? You know, where's me for half an hour on the show? I'm like, that's the new breed of prank calls where I'm not just being disrupted, I'm being heckled for then not using it <laughs> as <laughs> content. But this is the problem with fame, Carl, you're, and you're... <laughs> 
<laughs> you're, th- this is what happens. They, she's got a connection with you that's greater than you uh, have have considered, and she's going. She th- she's really given you something there, and you're just going fucking hell. Yeah. Like <laughs> <you>. <laughs> well, she and ironically, she she'll be happy now because now we are. Yeah, talking so she about has it. got a thing. Yeah. Oh, can I say to her and anyone else my idea? And I know it's a bit obvious, but I would I would put the number in the Don't. public toilet. No, it's a good. Don't you think it's a good? No, one? don't do that. It's kind of going backwards from what I've done, though. Yeah. All oh, right. This That's podcast is like the public toilet of the internet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There's your po- there's your quote for your public, yeah. toilet, <laughs> the public toilet. A quote that one of us said. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Or yeah, as you if you're gonna write on a toilet wall, put. I got this number off the internet. No, I got I got this number off a podcast yeah. and put it in a public toilet. That's a do people still do ring a root? Because they were very un because you people would put ring a root yeah, and put yeah. a number. But this is in the days of landlines. Yeah. yeah. So invariably it would be like someone's parent having to answer <laughs> it. Like it would it would it would very rarely go yeah. specifically to the person that it was written for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would just the, like, the, I would the like root to, I'd like to hear you document those calls though. I know it's going backwards, but if you got people ringing up and there was a specific, you know, Thing that they were calling for. I'd just like to. I'd like to hear those calls. That's illegal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, if, if I seem to remember some people getting in a lot of trouble for this recently. <laughs> if it was on a message, yeah. I reckon you'd be all right. If 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 you yeah. just had people leave messages. So if it was ring a route, leave a message in brackets. Yeah. Then I think you'd be okay. I can actually oh, see if, if on the toilet wall it <laughs> says leave a message, we're legally covered. Is that what? You're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. I, I, right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that I'm pretty sure that's a cover all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, that's what I said. I said one person rang. Or oh, have a stat deck form that people can peel <laughs> off. Yeah. that they then sign. That's a release. Have a second toilet paper roll. That's like oh, one yeah. to wipe your ass and one's to pull off. Yeah, one is clearance forms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. The phone calls. Yeah. Oh, you're, f- you're fine. I'm I mean, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna write your number on the back of a on a toilet wall that just says call this number. I put dicks and assholes into my mouth. <laughs> Give me a call for all. Oh. Your Needs. Take you on a proper urban camp, <laughs> um, uh, guys. I reckon that's. Did you have anything else? Oh no! Uh, I, all, all I was going to say yeah. was, I got a call this week where I got. I had my fill of people just ringing up and hanging up, or, or just ringing up and going, <laughs> and me going. And I just said, look, from now on, I don't want. I said, mate, oh, you've got twenty four hours. You've rung up and you've gone. <laughs> That's what you've had. You've got my number. You've had time to, to, to script something. Give me something. Don't, you know, I've got a podcast to fill up. I've got to talk about stuff on a podcast. Give me something. Someone's pretend to be the CEO of McDonald's. Script something. Mm. If you're going to ring up, don't just ring up and so go. So you're mm. saying all this. Oh, in this the is straight of the out of bloody guy? network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not me saying stop ringing me up. It's me going. Give me something good if you're going <laughs> to fucking wake me up in the middle of the night. At 8.36. Yeah. <laughs> On my walk Harley's to the... waiting for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've got a 15-minute walk to the Glen Ferry Hotel. Give me yeah, something to think me. about. Yeah. And that's the end. Okay. Now, now I can say this, guys. That is all the time we have on the Little Dum Dum Club for uh, today. Nick Maxwell, Declan Faye, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed this conversation. It's been so scintillating. I'm glad. I'm getting a lot of compliments on my conversation (laughs) these days. This is great. I feel really good about myself. Uh, Guys, for anyone who listens to this show, who doesn't listen to your podcast, which I imagine is rare, but there might be a couple out there, check out The Sweetest Plum. Do. Uh, It's on iTunes. Your website is... TheSweetestPlum.com.au Wow. What's it like having a website like that? (laughs) Do you you not have one? Sorry, I said that. So, Do you not have one? We also have NZ as well. Oh, um, really? Big and ends. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, what, what a great question. What's it like having a website? <laughs> it's actually it's really cool. It's amazing. We've also got EDU. And so that's where we get some really interesting... Gov? Things. You got Gov? <laughs> um, guys, we've got the live birthday show coming up November the 24th upstairs at Five Burrows. Uh, tinyurl.com slash birthday is where you can get yeah, tickets. 5pm. Um, also, I am doing a one-off show... In Adelaide, um, it is on December the 3rd. It's at 7pm at the Crown and Anchor Hotel. I'm doing a one-off show in Adelaide called Carl Town Has Literally 1.5 Million Jokes, the, the show that I did in Melbourne and Sydney and Brisbane and Perth. So, um, Adelaide, it's your turn to come and yell shit at me. Yeah, awesome. I'm selling rubber ducks, 20 bucks a pop, uh, <laughs> if you want one of them. Uh, thanks very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.